The Talking Dicks Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Handley Watches. If you want to have a good time, you got to have a good watch. HandleyWatches.com. Isn't that right, Al? That is, yeah. I, uh, I say basically, uh, screw that Apple Watch, get yourself a Handley, and uh, you'll know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? I could put you in the brig for what you've done, but I won't do it. Talking Dicks, Talking Dicks podcast, the comedy podcast, spinoff podcast of the web series, The Two Dicks. Al Ducharme, Studio City, California. Al Romas, Tampa, Florida. Al, present. He is present. We are, we are taking attendance. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of football. We got football to talk about. We have, a, we have questions on today's podcast and uh, some current events. Um, yeah, I was just reading about this uh, Army Hammer character. I'm fascinated. The actor. Uh, the actor. He was Social Network. Uh, he was in that J. Edgar Hoover movie with mm-hmm. DiCaprio. But, you know, just a tall, good-looking guy who... Blue eyes, dark it, hair, a lot of pussy. Seems a little freak, a little freakish. Likes to maybe take a rib out of a woman and put on the grill. Maybe uh, have her cut off a finger so he could put it in his pocket. You know, those kind of things. Actually, one chick, he said he was a full cannibal. He goes, I'm a cannibal, just so you know. Maybe this is like an Adam and Eve payback since, uh, you know, a rib was taken from Adam and made into Eve. Maybe he wants to... You believe that bullshit? (laughs) Oh, come on, man. And that's our podcast. Uh, I mean, religion. (laughs) (laughs) I I forgot you were were of the church. (laughs) I forgot. Church is chicken. It's church is chicken. Church's Chicken Popeyes, Church's, Church's Chicken Popeyes, Kentucky Fried Chicken, or Bojangles. Pick. You have seven seconds. Well, since I'm a white dude, I'll probably go Kentucky Fried Chicken. Boy. I haven't had the other one. You I haven't, haven't had the other ones. Are you serious? Whitey don't go to churches and Bojangles. That's not, I'm not, Bo, I mean, no. Bojangles, I'm not, I'm not a, pretty, pretty darn good, I will say. Um, but Popeyes, welcome there. we have a Popeyes. <laughs> Like half a mile from here, and we drive it's by. It's a shitty neighborhood. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> there's there's 1.3 million dollar condos. What are you talking about? I usually you don't find a, a Popeyes in well, your better neighborhood. Well, they, it's, it's California, so all the bad neighborhoods are now. <laughs> 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 That's right. A lot of a lot of a lot of white people go to those places. They if Do you they? want if you want good southern food. And whatnot. Yeah. You got to go to some of the neighborhoods that are like a. I you know. I understand. I just never did. I never have gone. Never tried. I used to work at a Kentucky Fried before it was Kentucky Fried. Now it's KFC. Somehow Kentucky Fried Chicken. I guess I don't know if that's whatever. They they wanted to shorten it up. They it's made it KFC. Long. It's still. But it's I worked there as a recipe right here. Yeah, as a young man, I worked at a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and uh, I'll just tell you, they used to have a thing called barbecue chicken. I think they got rid of it, but. Barbecue chicken, for those who didn't know, was day-old chicken. So that thing is old. We didn't sell it. Let's paint some freaking barbecue sauce on that thing, throw it in the oven, and sell it as barbecue chicken. And, uh, yeah, they did. So instead of shit. discarding it, like a lot of people, like right. McDonald's discards cheeseburgers uh, after like yeah. 22 minutes or something. So you're saying that they would just a double down and make, make double the money on what would normally right. be. Well, whoever the... CEO or the the manager that came up with that idea and then got a big raise was genius. 
He was. And then uh, a couple of years later, I was in one. I went to one, and I noticed they did not have barbecue chicken anymore. And I'm thinking, I bet there was a lawsuit. <laughs> Someone got very sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but they were a wild place to work. I remember taking was, the, the machine. It was, it was, was a wild a, place. To, hold on a second. It was a wild place to work? Yeah. Why did you Where quit? I did. Why did you quit? I stayed a while, but uh, there was a young Puerto Rican guy who was the manager, and he must have been 20. I was 18, and he trained me for 22 minutes or something. He goes, there you go. You got it. And I'm the only one in the kitchen. <laughs> I go, I don't have anything. I don't know what I'm doing. 22 <laughs> minutes. Where are you going? You got it. I'm going on vacation. You're a manager. Here you go, kid. <laughs> I remember the- Two the, years uh, younger. Fryer, Here you go, the, kid. The, yeah, the fryer was called a henny penny. He goes, you fill the henny penny with oil. You throw the chicken in. You got it. I'm like, I don't have anything. So he leaves. And the girl is up front getting orders. She's like, nine piece, six piece. I'm like, I don't know how to do anything. So I call. She goes, here's his number. Here's his number. You got to call the guy. I call the guy. I hear wild music playing, girls. He's like, yo. I go, yeah. Well, uh, hey, man, this is Al from uh, the Mass Speaker Store. He goes, yeah. I go, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. You got to come back. He goes, I ain't coming back. He was at a party. He was having a great time. Yeah, why would he come so, back? You, you got it. You got it. I got it. So, I mean, I probably poisoned and killed half a Massapequa. I had you're no idea what frying. I was doing. If you're deep frying, you, it's, you, there's no That's salmonella. That's all it was. I just took it out when the buzzer rang, and I took the tongs, and I put it in boxes. Yeah, you're not wiping and, it on uh, your, your testicles or, or your anus because it's hot chicken. So it's pretty safe. The tongs to the box. I guess so. I mean, no one ever complained. I can't believe it. And then, at the end of the de- the end of the shift, that's when the girl worked, and they told me she goes, "You got to take that unsold chicken and paint it with barbecue sauce." <laughs> like what? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? <laughs> What's the job description? Hold on, art. Yeah. Oh, I put art. I'm an art major. So you had yeah, to put, what so, do you, mean? Uh, you had to put the black lines on it to make it look like it was gr- barbecued. No, just red barbecue sauce. Just paint the whole bird with you know the red sauce. And then put it in the fridge for tomorrow. So the flavor actually isn't in the meat. Oh, it was just on the. It was just on the skin. Just on the skin. Oh, because real barbecue, you, you cook it through the meat. Of course, this was bullshit. It was BS. And then two days later, I go to work, and the guy goes, "All right, come on, you got to go in the freezer." I'm like, what's? What do you mean? Now, they, now drop chickens your shorts. are delivered. I got a. I got a saw. I got a circular saw. What? And you got to cut the birds up. They come fully no, frozen not, birds. Not anymore, right? Well, this is 1980, sir. This is 1980. So you got a little thing of water to dip your fingers in, a little warm water, and then you start sawing it's like you know, your thighs and your... Uh, oh, it, it's like Army right Hammer. There. Army Hammer. There it is. Full circle. Job. That was that story. KFC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, but he, he is he done? Do you think he comes back from this, or is he going to be in a movie and everyone's well, going to so, go, it's so funny. he's a cannibal? Because, well, is he practicing it, or is he fantasizing and talking about it? It gets him, it gets him hard. Because there's a lot of people that have, uh, you know, fantasies. Weird shit going and, weird sh- I, and I know people, and they tell me later, yeah, I was like, what? And sometimes, well, I, I agree. You shouldn't lose your job over thoughts or your thing, whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. But it's all coming out. Like, this is private stuff. And now, like, the New York Post had a thing today where he had a, they go, these are the Instagram pages he follows. And then you look at, I click on the link, mm-hmm. and it's pigs' heads, like decapitated pigs' well, heads. you know, social media platforms. If that's this if, you, if you really want to keep it private, you then you keep it private. You don't, right? You don't post it. 
I don't think anyone should lose their job over just some weird shit. But will he? Because if he's in a movie, will Pete, like George Reeves, well, well, Superman, mm-hmm. couldn't be in a movie because everybody goes, that's Superman. Mm-hmm. Now are people going to go, oh, that guy's a cannibal. That guy's a fucking freak. How can you have him in a movie? I don't know. And by the way, the, the, the Superman thing is, yeah, uh, yes, back then when there was very little to choose from, yeah, you were Superman. But... Nowadays, right. you can be Superman oh, no. and then be something else. Well, but this was this was you know TV, and then he wanted to make. Remember that movie with Affleck played him, I didn't Hollywood see it, Land. Yes, yes, yes. It's a very good movie, Hollywood Land, and how George Reeves just couldn't. You know, he he was in Gone with the Wind, and he had a good part, and then they cut him out because they did test screenings, and people were like, "That's Superman," and then the executives were like, "Fuck this, get him out." Wait a minute. They cut his, Gone with yeah. the Wind was before his Superman series, so you you better go back. Look it up. <laughs> I might have the wrong movie. You get on that Google machine and you start I might have the dictating. wrong movie. <laughs> Where's Brian Freights when you fucking need him? But, uh, George Reeves is probably like three years old. No. All right. When was, Gone, when was Gone with the Wind released? 1930, late 30s? No. Was it really? <laughs> no, was it really? Not the thirties, going with the wind. Yeah, it was like it was in color. It was like they spent color was around, and in the thirties, color was around, but they didn't have. It was so expensive, so that's yeah. why the Wizard of Oz and right. Gone with the Wind. Those were the big color. Right. When when Dorothy goes to Oz, right. it's in color, and it was yes, like we've, incredibly we've seen expensive. We've all seen it. It's been paid for. <laughs> well, I'm wrong with that. But anyway, he had I'm going to make you in black and white. I'm going to make you in black and white right now. Maybe it was uh, from You're in black and white. Here. I, I like it. I feel like a time traveler. All right. This is where Back to color. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you see? Uh, yeah. Um, maybe, the, maybe from here to eternity. Who knows? Some fucking movie. And uh, people said, that's Superman. And he was done. And, uh, you know, that's one of the theories on why he killed himself. Because he couldn't work anywhere. Frankly, so Scarlet, I can't fly for real. Is that George Reeves? That's pretty good. No, it was Clark Gable as Superman because he was not. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck. You should have told us who it was before you did it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the no-no. A good, impressionist, right. a good impressionist will not tell you who he is. He just goes. Yeah, and you figured it out. That was, nobody's saying you were good. You know what I'm saying? What do you got there? Is it time ah, for... Yeah. Your mother. Your mother's big Your mother's got a big boom. She's got a um, big bum lot. she got a big who's boom. Who's that? I don't know, but... Just random... Just random. British guy? Okay. Yeah, whatever. All right, not bad. Um, hey, we got a question. Got a question today on the Instagram page. Instagram, two dicks, whatever. I think we're two dicks or two dicks, too. I don't know. Alfred's preoccupied. Um, I'm making adjustments on the fly, and the people that are listening wouldn't know. Thanks for bringing the with attention With your fly. Well, you're making adjustments with your fly. Yeah. That's the when problem. When we get to questions, I get very excited. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting time in the show, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Uh, uh, hey, guys. Would love, to hear, would, would love to hear your favorite road story. Favorite road story. Favorite. Wow, There's good. so many of them. I don't have a favorite. I I, don't I, have, I have many um, that are not. Uh, uh, I mean, I I can tell you about them because they're vivid, not necessarily funny. If that's what you mean. Well, it said favorite. Didn't say funny. So. 
favorite. I don't even remember the bad up. ones or the annoying ones. The fun ones. Well, that's like, like, the fun are the ones best, are boring. Though. It's like, wow, we, we went, we had this gig and we we fucked some chicks. I mean, you know. I'd like to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I, that's the one. Turned I out it was a dude. You, know. oh, you want to um, hear that one? Yeah. Let's go to the videotape. Right. Now, you want to hear mine first? Yeah. I will tell you that one that's popped, because when you mentioned it, one pops in my head, and I have a few of them. But it goes back, uh, this is in the early 90s, going up to the ski resorts up in uh, New Hampshire and Vermont. Mm-hmm. And I believe mm-hmm. we were at Smuggler's Notch, and I was with uh, mm-hmm. comedian Rick D'Elia, now residing mm-hmm. in Vegas. He just got married. Congratulations, Ricky. Uh, Ricky D. Stay focused. Stay focused. Ricky sir. D. So we um, we go up and we do this thing, this uh, ski resort. It's January, and it's the hottest January on record since they began keeping records, like I don't think a hundred years. It was it was January Smuggler's Notch, Northern Vermont, and it was eighty one degrees. That's the gayest sounding ski lodge I've ever heard of, by the way. First of all, when you tell your stories, I I listen for about thirty four <laughs> seconds and then I zing. You're like, right. tell us your story, Al. And then as soon as I say, well, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, smugglers, not. I can mute you. Why don't I just mute what? him? Smugglers. I have, I have the power. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> You will remain silent for the duration of his storytelling. Put it on the screen, the name of the voice you're doing for the Patreon fans. Other people can't see it, but they could if they joined the Patreon. There you go. We need always got to get a Patreon ad in there. Please continue with your tale, Al. Thank you very much. Road story. Take two. So um, we do the usual. They give us... They give us like a big ski lodge cabin. It's huge. It's like four bedrooms. It's got big fireplace. It's really nice. And of course, we're only going to be able to enjoy it for about twelve to fourteen hours because we stay. We actually actually stayed overnight. So he, Ricky Delia, is on stage and he's doing pretty well. And the bartender is a real beauty. She's a cutie beauty. And uh, the entire mountainside is mud. So everybody's inside you know, uh, at, at the club watching the comedy show. It's packed. Mm. And she mm. is a doll. And uh, I go on stage, and mm. uh, he cock blocks me, and chats it up with her. And she starts slinging him for the free drinks, of course, because he's a comedian. Mm. And uh, they really hit it off. Um, mm. Great crowd. I get off stage, and uh, she's like, hey, let's hang out after. So there's a couple of other people involved. We all kind of hang out as a group. And they kind of like saunter off and do their thing. He ends up staying at her place, banging the shit out of her. Now, this is what happens in these small towns up in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. I slept in my bed, and right. he did not sleep in his bed. And because it wasn't messed up, it was completely made, the person cleaning the room told everybody on the mountain that we're gay and we slept together because it was only one bed slept in. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and we're so homophobic because we're blue collar. And you're in a place called Smuggler's it's, it's, Notch. It's called Smuggler's Notch. So, yeah, and, and because not. we're so, so we yeah. had this, so all the comedians that went up the next month, they're like, dude, they, 
Yeah. You and Delia, like, you're pickle smoochers? What's going on? And uh, again, yeah. this is not anti-gay. It's just when you're a straight male, blue collar right. in New England, and there's sure. a rumor going around that you're yeah. butt buddies, it's, you know, it's, right. it's not flattering. Sure. Right. But there I can is. see how that could be, you know, that she saw one bed. It makes sense. And uh, you're in a gay uh, ski resort called Smuggler's uh, Notch. So it all makes sense. Right. So I said, Rick, dispel the rumor. You know, tell them that you went home with, with uh, Darcy. And he's like, no, dude, I don't want anybody to know that I slept with a woman. <laughs> oh, I'd rather, <laughs> so rather uh, have them think that he slept with a dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I fucked Al Sharon, but not Darcy. <laughs> what are you, nuts? <laughs> You know, that's okay. It's and so fucking lame. Shit out of Ducharme he was what, well, they awesome. became. They actually became a couple. Like they were together for like two years or more. Really? And, uh, oh, yeah. So he that. didn't want. He, no, that, she was. She was. You never go gorgeous. full bartender. And she was bright. Go, she wasn't. She wasn't a dummy. I bang. Yeah, you, I bang you, some bartenders. You bang them. You don't. You don't date them. That's a. That's no. That's page two of the comic handbook. You leave town. She stays. I agree. I, I left. I did leave town. You leave, you leave Smuggler's Blues, and uh, she stays and bangs the next comic who comes to town. I had you know what I mean? two female bartenders, let me clarify. Yeah. This was not a comedy club. I just went to a bar to go have like a burger and beer or something yep. after my shows. And fucking send over free, hey, a free drink. You've been here for a while. Oh, thanks so much. And they start chatting yep. it up with me, find out I'm a comedian, invite me back to their place. Oh. Wow. Wow. Both? Huh? So what I'm saying what is I was, I was like, she goes, why don't you hang wait, out? Wait, why don't you hang wait, out? I'll be wait. off in a little was this while. One, one bartender or two? You said two. No, uh, separate incidents, years apart. Oh. What I'm so saying okay. is I was like, she's like looking around the whole place. I guess she goes, I guess he'll do. Right. <laughs> she yeah. said, choices are getting slim here. Let me go and do charm. <laughs> she was looking just, that might be weird. You know, what the hell? <laughs> no, the, the point is I... I made her laugh without yeah, without being on stage. That's all they want. Ladies just want a man to make <laughs> them laugh. Somebody had a joke. They go, yeah, really? I don't think any broads are turning down Brad Pitt for Carrot Top. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just make me laugh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Laughter is second. Um, La overall, laughter wins out, but it's second. It's all looks, and, and it's all about sexual course. attraction. Um, hey, who booked that gig anyway? How come I never work smugglers? Douchebag notch, whatever it was called. Or well, apparently it's been smuggler. renamed to Smuggler's Cock. Yeah. Who who was the booking that at the time? It was a Barry Katz gig. Oh, okay. Barry yeah. Katz had like 27 one-nighters. But what, I just what, remember. what was great about the ski resorts, and the reason why we mm. would drive five hours up to them, was because they would let you stay an extra night if you wanted. they give you lift tickets for free, feed right. you, uh, you made money. Uh, yeah. You know, you learn. I learned how to ski. Throughout I did too, comedy. but I used to go to Burlington a lot. Burlington, Vermont. I think it was Comedy Zone, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and that was the same thing. I stayed. I went there early. I stayed later. Mm -hmm. I had free tickets, and so that's how I learned to ski too. Yeah, I couldn't comedy. afford to go skiing, especially you know uh, starting out in comedy. Talking about. Well, that was a hell of a tale, Al. We enjoyed it. <laughs> <Thanks> for... <laughs> hey, my tale. At least I gut tale. What was so the uh, the road story was basically people thought you were gay. But you're not. Is that what you're kind of? Well, that's why I had to tell you. With? But I also, for my ego, I had to tell you that okay. I banged a couple of. And then you uh, banged a couple of bartenders. Yeah, good, good man, mm. good man. 
My uh, did you ever work came in te- ever work the comic strip in El Paso, Texas? Never. Okay, I used to go there once a year, and it's on the border of Juarez. Right, the capital now, murder of the world. Right. Yeah, but murder in the, capital this of the world. Mid nineties, it wasn't quite as bad. It was bad, but not like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked El Paso. I was I was closing headlining, and the other two comics were very young. They were like newbies they were in their early 20s mm-hmm. so we got paid saturday night and then they go let's go to juarez we'll go to whorehouses <laughs> and drink tequila you know they heard rumors shots are a dollar and you know and i'm i don't know how old i am but i'm i'm too old to be going to juarez but i'm like yeah fuck it i'll go with you guys <laughs> so i'm too old to go but i'm we, like fuck it i'll go yeah i'll go and uh we we i forget we drove or we got somehow we got there and uh we drank these dollar Tequila shots, dollar tequila, but it was like a milky white tequila. It was the cheapest garbage tequila. It was like it was almost like cloudy, almost like a milky look to the shot. Like someone came in it. You didn't ask questions. You did come shots. Come shots. I don't. I don't speak Spanish. So uh, (laughs) we got a we got buckets of beer for like you know four dollars. You get twelve beers. I mean it was that kind of night. Mm -hmm. So cut to two hours later. I'm in a uh, big empty-ish kind of whorehouse and I'm walking around I'm trying to find these other two maniacs. I don't know where they are, but every room is like, you know, huge empty room with just a mattress in the corner. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> What's going on there? And the, yeah, well, the, the madam, so I'm the only guy walk because I'm, I'm drunk, but I'm also like, I'm not fucking a Juarez whore. So I'm walking around and the madam, the big chubby madam tries to grab my hand and she's like, come, you know, I go, no, no. I'm looking the other two, trying to find the other two guys. So eventually they're done. They come out. We all get together. Now we got to go back, back to uh, El Paso. Oh, two hours. So, so we're walking uh, to the border, and now it's like it's like two in the morning, and there's a cart, a food cart, you know. Mm-hmm. And the guy had been there all day, selling his you know various meats on a stick, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm drunk as hell, hungry. I said to the guy, let me have one. And he's like, no, no, no. He's throwing <laughs> shit out because it's done. It's rotted. It's not like KFC. He's not going to paint some fucking sauce on it. This thing is garbage. <laughs> Throw it out. It was probably squirrel or, you know, whatever so wait, it was. Let me interrupt your story one second. So KFC, the corporation, is taking old meat and reselling it. And the guy on the war as yes. border is throwing his yes. out. Okay, thank you. That's right. America. There you go. See? Corporate <laughs> and, uh, and, a, and a man of integrity. <laughs> a man with nine cents in his pocket has integrity. So uh, I go, there's one there. I go, yeah, and it's wrapped in tinfoil. I go, you got one right there. And the guy goes, no, 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 no. And he tries to show me, like, I'm going to throw it in that bin. No, I go, dude, get, and I take like a $20 bill. I put it, I go, give me that thing. <laughs> and the two comics are dying. They're cracking up and I take it. It's on a stick. I just started eating it. I, I eat the whole thing. The guy is like mortified. I mean, he's like, oh no, no, no. I go, yeah, good. Delish. Thank you. Delicious. And I walk across the border. We get back to our, uh, hotel. And I try to go to bed and within I'm in bed within a half hour, 20 minutes, my stomach is making these, you know, that. Yeah, it's like the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then it's get out of bed now mm-hmm. because that shit you ate is coming out three ways. <laughs> three ways. <laughs> and I barely made... I didn't, This is Al's story about a three-way. Go ahead. <laughs> this is my version of a three-way. How sad is that? <laughs> I So I get to the bathroom. I don't know what happens because I wake up. Maybe four hours later, I'm on the floor, half in the bathroom, half in that hallway. Mm-hmm. I had passed out. I mean, I just... And I'm soaked from sweat. Sick as a... Sick literally as a dog. And my flight that morning was, you know, 9.30 a.m. I look at the clock in the hotel. Again, this is the 90s, no cell phone. Uh, I look at the clock. It's about 11.45. I've missed my flight. I got to check out of the room in 15 minutes. I'm laying on the floor. <laughs> there's there's some cleanup to be done. You know what I mean? I'm not... <laughs> and, and then the guy at the door who's going to come in and clean up is the same guy who sold you the meat. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh. <laughs> so it basically ended up, I stayed an extra day. I paid for an extra day in the room. Mm. And uh, I, after maybe seven, six, seven o'clock, I was able to walk outside and buy some Gatorade at a 7-Eleven and, uh, you know, crackers. I mean, mm. and then the next day I was able to fly home. I moved my flight. But I was. it took maybe three or four days where I was – I couldn't eat anything. You probably had I alcohol and food poisoning at the same time, but yeah. the alcohol may yeah. have helped you with the food poisoning because you could have been dead. Well, my doc, I told my doctor that story back in the day, and he, he was like, you know, you, you were lucky. He goes, you could have died. He yeah. goes, you don't know what you ate. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. And he goes, the quality of that meat was garbage anyway, and now the guy's trying to throw it out. <laughs> it, <laughs> he, imagine the guy going home and telling his wife that's all oh, these oh, oh, loco. It, loco. It, it's so weird how loco we are gringo. in the United States. Like my wife, she doesn't like anything left out. She doesn't like to even go near raw meat. Leave it alone. Um, oh, that's sad. but she doesn't like. She's like always covering things up and spraying and cleaning. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to do that. It's it's okay. They want you to leave meat out for 10 minutes to get closer to room temperature so when you cook it, it has better flavor. You do some mansplaining tour? I did a little bit. Yeah, I, I tend to listen, do that. Listen, I, you don't have to do that. Oh, really, mister? Tell me how what I should do. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes <laughs> that do that. Work. And she that humors well. me, and then she slams me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, she had a good joke today. What was her joke today on, on Twitter? Bernadette Pauly, what was it? Uh, yeah, good joke about the uh, my pillow guy. I forget how, but she basically said something like, uh, "What's the problem with the mine m e i n pillow guy instead of my mine?" I know, very fun, very, very fun. good, little, clever, little, little Hitler reference if you did. I liked not it. With us, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, good. check her out, Bernadette Pauly on Twitter. Uh, some good jokes or, and there. Bernie Pauly. She goes by as well. My name is Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. I was a crack addict. Now I'm in the office, the Oval Office, giving the the president who's on his way out advice. <laughs> Martial law, it's a great thing. I think it ends on that. That's that's beautiful. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. We'll fix it in post, you son of a bitch. No, really, don't mess with me, because I don't come down to the bus station and slap the dick out of your mouth when you're working, do I? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The 
guy fucking came at me. What do you think, folks? No way. Okay, show them. <laughs> Subscribe. Mary. Go to patreon.com slash forward the two dicks. If you shoot me, you won't see a cent of that money. Why?